Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. On today's episode of The Glue Guys, Brian, yeah, we're going to take Sean Marks and the Brooklyn Nets to the woodshed. We're going to bend them in half, break <laughs> their backs, and we're going to tell them what they're doing wow. wrong with the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant's career. Great promo. Wow. Welcome back to the Glue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Check us out on Twitter at BKGlueGuys, NetsDaily.com. Before I get to the subsidiary bit, uh, Apple Podcast five stars. We need them. We want to have them. Mike. TheAthletic.com slash GlueGuys. A subsidiary of the New York Times. Brian. (laughs) Michael. What's wrong with Ben Simmons' back? Mm. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Mike, this is, we knew to do a podcast after that Bucks win because Fired. we are eight-year vets in the podcast game. Okay, we've been we've been <laughs> rising and grinding uh, for eight years, give or take. Mm-hmm. Nine years. I don't know. Some, something around there. When? How long? Something like that. Seven years. Anyways, Whenever we, the, the we know, KG Paul we know how happened, to time right? things because that Bucks yeah. game, we knew that there was going to be a little bit of hype, a little bit of buzz. But not enough to sure. hang your hat on going into this Toronto home and home thing, um, because my God, are the vibes low or in Nets Nation? <laughs> well, the and the Nets almost won in Toronto. It was a, it was a game when they were down again at the very beginning, and it looked like oh God, they're about to get blown out all over again. Let's charge back, get the lead in the fourth quarter, then blow it in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, Steph Curry had a chance to win. Well, I mean, Steph Curry had a uh, Seth, excuse me, had a great shot, his deep three. Um, but and that's why he's the less favorite. Vibes son. are low. That's what you know. Steph Steph would have made that shot, and that's the difference. I'm just kidding. These are these are low blows. Low blows, Mike. Um, um, there's a couple different ways to go Seth about it. Is we a can... child of divorce, so I support him in all things. Okay, you see, right. I, you connect on that level. We I are it. cods. That's how we sw- child of oh, divorce. I see, I see. Cod. We are cods. Okay. Um, Brian, though, we're not going to talk about the Toronto Raptors. No, because we, we had a bit of information today. Yeah. That really really grinded my gears everyone's been ground up today there's grindy vibes and let's just get right to it brian winhorst of espn one of of the greatest reporters of all time not friend of a show though he's an enemy of the show and windhorst though is of course very close with uh rich paul and lebron james's agency for how long brian windhorst has gone back covering lebron james since he was in high school uh brian windhorst was on sports nation on espn which i did not know still existed but shout out Sports Nation, groundbreaking big show. Big, big shout out. Um, Windhorst was talking about Ben Simmons and when Ben Simmons may play 
for the Brooklyn Nets. And this is what he had to say. Okay. Rich Paul, Ben's agent, told me over the weekend that Ben is now considered week to week. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. You know, he's had some back soreness mm. is what Steve Nash referred to it as. You know, six, seven days ago, the Sixers had a plan in place from what I was told that would have had both Durant and Ben Simmons back and active uh, for that game on March 10th. But now that plan has been scrapped. Durant should be back this week. But Ben Simmons is week to week, and that game is next week. And um, as of uh, yesterday, Ben hadn't even been able to do a full five-on-five workout with the team yet. So he's frankly not close. Um, I don't even know if he's going to be back in March. I guess what week to week means check back next week. And next week is when the game is, and, you know, it's just not going to happen. So, you know, there's been so much obfuscation um, and, you know, protection and and difficult with this Simmons situation. It's very hard to get your arms around it, but I think you can scratch March 10th. March 10th being, of course, the 76ers game. Brian Windhorst had a little bit of a flub. He said the 76ers had a plan for KD and Ben Simmons to get back. He meant yeah. he conflated. <clears throat> he meant the Brooklyn Nets had a plan. Brian... Yeah. Brian, yeah. I need you right now. I um, need you. I well, need you because this, my eyes are closed for the YouTube audience. My eyes are closed. You're in the darkness, Mike. This is so painful. Yeah. This is so painful because, you know, it's been an emotional few months to be a Brooklyn Nets fan, observer, watcher. We've had the, the Kyrie vaccination drama. Yeah. Kevin Durant's MCL could have been worse. Thank God it wasn't. The James Harden departure, the trade rumors. Then Ben Simmons comes. Oh, it's so exciting. Wow. All the NBA commentators, all the great analysts of our time are saying, the Nets maybe got a better end of the deal here. This is the first time a superstar has been traded and the the team sending the superstar away Mm. got a better deal. Drummond, Seth Curry, first round picks. Yeah. Ben yep. Simmons. And Ben Simmons is going to come to Brooklyn. He's going to be Draymond Green 2.0. And everything, everything is going to be solved. And here we are. Ben Simmons has been on this team for what, two weeks now? Um, take. And he is still weeks mm. away from playing because of this uh, long persisting back issue that apparently <clears throat> troubled him in October in Philadelphia. Yeah. Still persists. Not even playing five on five. Yeah. How many people play on a basketball court, Brian? Usually, well, it's five against five normally. So that a key indicator of not being able to play is being able to play against five people when you have four people on your team. And this will not get into a mental health thing, though Brian has a interesting theory about something going on with uh, Ben's <laughs> do, back. Do I? Oh. I, won't, I won't tip it. <laughs> this is not. I No, this is, this is one of your theory. great ideas. <laughs> Uh, no, it's fact. It's right. Scientific fact. Um, it is simply this is a problem with the Nets. Mm. They don't give a damn Whoa. about providing real information. So they think by lying to the media and obfuscating, by hiding <laughs> beautiful, behind. Beautiful. Did you like that? I did that? <laughs> you did a nice I job. I was terrified. I knew I had to say the word and I was afraid to do it. Um, <laughs> They like to misdirect and mm-hmm. not give full information. They think by doing that, they are crafty in protecting their players. Yeah. Well, where does that information ultimately end up going towards? The fans, us. We were led to believe 
whatever they want to say, we were led to believe that Ben Simmons was going to soon be playing basketball for the Brooklyn Nets once the All-Star break would be over and he would start training with the team very quickly and he'd be ready to play. Ben Simmons at a press conference himself was asked, do you want to play in that March 10th game against Philadelphia? He said something like, I hope so, right? He he definitively stated that that was his goal. Now we know that he's weeks away from playing and March may not even be a possibility. Brian, do you know what happens in the next month? What's that? Do you know what kind of basketball is played in the month <clears throat> after March? I, I think I have a special, I have, I have a sense, but why don't you say it? Playoff. Mm. basketball playoff basketball basketball. Mm. so there's march which we are living in the next month is the start of the playoffs now yeah there's two weeks from the start of april to the playoffs the nets currently a play-in team though have to be readier sooner rather than later than other playoff teams this is I'm I there's some theater here there's some there's some uh, theater there's some it's it's beautiful theater I'll I'll uh I'll throw out my little bit so Mike you know we don't often talk about our credentials as Kabuki a Kabuki Sorry. that's what you're <laughs> I'm gonna mark this <laughs> no please take this, uh, this is going in this is going in the YouTube for sure I don't want to be offensive I don't um that, that feels offensive that was a hilarious misstep and it's not offensive um we don't often put our layer credentials on the table Mike but we've been doing this podcast for a while like I said and we were. You know, I was Nets, a Nets diehard before that. Um, yes. There's a lot of a lot of new faces in town. A lot of new faces, and we love the new faces. Everyone, oh, we're incredibly welcoming. As I, as we said, we're hiring right now. You know, we need we need the new faces. We love you. But why I have Bane in my background here is because if you are truly <laughs> if you're truly born in the darkness, you know this is normal. This is just this is part of the Nets fan experience and it's it's a badge of honor. It's part of what anneals us, what makes us such a tight-knit crew. Um and it's I'm glad that this is happening to a certain extent so that now all these new faces, all the new the new people uh following the team can get a little taste of what this is what this is what they're in for. What this is actually like. This is our brand. This is our brand, Mike. This is the Nets brand to the fullest and um you know we, we can go back and forth on the whole how why this whole thing happened and so on and so forth but i mean i think people are now beginning to sort of come to terms with the fact of we're gonna have a very difficult time getting to ramping up as they say into a playoff caliber championship caliber team just over the course of the playoffs i think that that's becoming i think you'd have to be a very very um optimistic fan to not see that this is a pretty difficult situation to be in so i mean we can speculate on exactly how this is going to happen and everything it's a tough it's a tough spot it's not the worst spot because let me remind everyone once once and for all once again we have made it to the promised land it's it's a little it's a contract that kevin durant signed to start the season and and thank the Lord in heaven that that happened because uh, without that, we would be in a much different position. But, you know, whether we continue to kowtow to Kyrie's anti-vax demands or whatever the case, doesn't matter going into next year. It's clean slate. And this is this is the Nets brand. Doesn't matter going into next year because <laughs> it's it's in some ways it's all gravy and in many ways it's not. But, you know, it depends on how you're how you want to. What your perspective is that in that moment, Mike. And, and, and I know that you're right. And like it is it is really painful to wake up to that wind horse clip this morning it's just painful like you just want to see ben simmons play you just want to see what this looks like and you want to feel like you're not getting scammed 
on your big deal, but like it's really hard to watch James Harden just like fall out of bed into fat, juicy triple doubles right now for the Sixers. It's hard. That's hard for me. I'm a I'm a person that has enjoyed the James Harden experience writ large. Again, like he had some bad games to start the season, bad games to end his experience with the Nets, but. In in his whole body of work, I understand sort of. I think James Harden is an antenna. Not he's not a leader of a team. He's an antenna, right? He's he's receptive to good energy and an amplifier of bad energy. But he's not going to be the reason for the energy. He's just he's just a mirror. He bounces that energy around him. You don't think so? He seemed like a pretty good uh, fusion engine of energy. Uh, I mean, like like not All, like, and in Houston. He, uh, no, I think I, he's, a fu- he's a fusion energy of bad energy when bad energy is coming. He just he just converts it to the same thing. He just amplifies it one way or another. Like if yeah, it's, he amplifies. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So yeah. it's it's uh, if you feed it, if you put if you if you urinate in a Mister Coffee, you know you're not getting you're not getting taster, taster's choice with, with James Harden. <laughs> is that a saying? <laughs> it is, is not. A human I think it's, it's actually a thing. I, I think, like it though. <laughs> I think I stole it from an old Dana Carvey stand up from years ago. Anyways. um it is, yeah. <laughs> he's not going to help. He's not <laughs> a big name drop here <laughs> big, on the pod. <laughs> big name drop. New, he's got a new <laughs> podcast here. Um, but no, yeah, he's not going to convert bad energy into good energy. Is is sort of what I'm trying to say with that with that strange um, that strange analogy I used. Anyways, I, I I just can't. I don't. Here's my biggest issue. Okay, is that the way the Nets go about this. Again, this is not a shot at Ben Simmons. I don't think that Ben Simmons is like arriving in Brooklyn and shirking responsibility. No. Does anyone what, think that? What, I hope nobody thinks that. No. What I what I in fact think it is is that the Nets are incapable. This this team under Sean Marks and Steve Nash, who I Sean Marks has done a phenomenal job. So this isn't like Sean Marks must go rant, but this team is incapable of being honest. And being having open lines of communication with the media and then the media being the filter that gets out to the fan. Because what happens is this team will continually do what they've done to Joe Harris. There's a, an imaginary deadline that they never announce. They say he's weeks away. And he's been weeks away for literally weeks. I mean, I guess anyone is technically weeks away from dying because eventually, in a matter of weeks, we will all be dead, whether it's two or 2,000, right? Is that right. too Good dark? Take. I like I'm it. dark on this yeah, show. Yeah, you, you were going dark. The it's, highway to hell. You were, born in, you were born in the darkness, though. I mean, born you were in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do your best Bane voice. Was, do you have it I in you? I was born in the darkness. Oh, you um, merely adopted the darkness. That's a crazy <laughs> choice for a voice. They really, that is a strange. That These are old th- takes. We've been, yeah, we've been dead. <laughs> I'm just... Here's the problem. Ben Simmons has been away from basketball for a year, and he's basically been in darkness. He's been in silence. He's There's been some Instagram videos of him working out, but that's about it. We hear sources say type reporting. There was the moment when he showed up to the 76ers training camp where he had a cell phone in his sweatpants and was like lazily shuffling his feet, and he was banished from the facility. The 76ers leaked a bunch of stuff about how he wasn't getting mental health training when he said he would. All this stuff, right? But like ultimately, we don't know it. Ben Simmons is the biggest mystery in basketball right now. It's basically him and Kawhi Leonard, but we know that Kawhi's hurt with a knee injury. Ben Simmons is the biggest mystery. He goes to a team, the Brooklyn Nets, 
who specialize in espionage, in in hiding information, in misdirection, in never giving clear timelines for players. I don't need to have I don't need the Nets to hand out an X-ray of Ben Simmons's back to show me that everything's okay. I'm not even asking. It's, I know that's a HIPAA violation, Brian. It's I HIPAA. Would never violate that's HIPAA. the man's HIPAA. Get out of there. Get I'm out never of HIPAA. Get, though he's Australian, so does that change his HIPAA? Oh, true. He doesn't have HIPAA at all. Yeah. No HIPAA. Yeah. So give me those X-rays. <laughs> give, give me those, hand, yeah. hand over those. Donald Trump voice, give me those X-rays, okay? <laughs> but here's the thing. When you have the, – the Nets are operating under a bad media strategy, and their bad media strategy is impacting – the overall vibe of the franchise right now. A guy who is shrouded in mystery like Ben Simmons can't just have this press conference that declares that he is basically going to play soon and then hide him back away in the darkness, right? He is not um, a bottle of eggnog. You can't just bring him out once a year and put him back on the shelf. (laughs) No, Ben Simmons needs to be catch-up. We need to see him. We need to hear from him. He needs to be part of our daily routine. You can't be hiding Ben Simmons. How much? How many bottles of ketchup are you going through a week over there at, at Smelts Manor? Well, we have two boys. We got two boys. It's ketchup ketchup fest. goes it's on bacon, ketchup chicken nuggets, pizza goes oh on. Gosh. Pretty much anything. You're letting them put ketchup it, on pizza, huh? You're gonna you're gonna raise some degenerates like that. All right. Well done, steaks over here, buddy. That's what we got. <laughs> well done, steaks. Cut it up. Put Live a little in the sh- dream. Ketchup on there. Um, you can't give a lack of information or around a very weird situation for a guy who we have no information about. What it leads to is it leads to us wondering and asking the question, is Ben Simmons going to play basketball this year? And even if he does, is it going to be like this, like 10 minutes a game? Like, so if he's not playing until April, Mm. and I don't, when you heard the Winterhurst quote, I think he was sort of alluding to it's possible, but He's not definitively stating. No, there's no, that's not hard and fast reporting by any means. Hard and fast reporting. Nicely done. Um, But if it's a, if he has to ramp up to just play, he's not doing five on five now. If it's April when he starts playing basketball games, is he going to play like 20 minutes a game in that play and the Nets lose and then they're out of the playoffs? Like that is a very realistic scenario in this situation. I ask you, Brian, do you think the Nets knew? that it would take this long for Ben Simmons to play? Or do you think they are they themselves are surprised by the ramp up, by the long ramp to, to heaven? I don't think they're surprised. I can't tell exactly what's going on. I, I really can't. Um, I don't want to go into full, like, are they punting speculation again? Because we already did that episode, and we already agreed that that's, a, that's kind of a meme. But I don't know that it's surprising. Also, just a quick question while, while we're on the subject. Do we know what happens with the home or away status of the playing tournament? Like, what does does nine and ten play away games, or what's the deal? Well, I'm pretty sure the play in is seven plays eight, nine plays ten. Yeah, the winner of seven eight goes right. on, and so, then the eighth the eighth whoever loses seven eight plays the winner of nine ten. So is and it then, whoever so, has the higher seed in any of those situations gets to play home for their game? Yeah, or? okay, yeah, that's the way it would work. Got it. 
Well, so, tell me why that matters to you, Brian. Well, because they're not going to lift this friggin' mandate and he's <laughs> not going to play in the game. And he's definitely not going to play in a game in Canada. So, you know, we've got an original sin here, people. This is what I'm trying to say. We haven't fixed our problems. We have not. This guy needs to get vaccinated pronto. And everyone who's directing all their attention everywhere else just needs to go fire off some more tweets to Kyrie Irving and tell us to get vaccinated. Anyway, sorry. I'm just. It blows my yeah. mind that there are people there's like, I mean, we're so we're part of it. We're part of the culture of Twitter. We're part of the Nets culture of Twitter. And I understand if you follow us on Twitter, one, God bless you. Thank you for the follow. Every follow we get lightens my day. Mm. My day is lifted up. That's and- dangerous, Mike. You should, you, should, <laughs> you should not you should not base your self-worth on that. But keep going. But you are you yeah. are right that there's all this like anger at Mayor Eric Adams for simply saying, I don't want the city to shut down again. So I'm a little cautious here. I'm being cautious. I'm trying to to handle this situation appropriately. I don't want to just rip the band-aid off. Because mm-hmm. in medical terms, ripping the Band-Aid off is actually not a good thing to do. They don't teach you. Do you know this? My stepdad's a dentist. They don't mm-hmm. teach you in medical school to rip the Band-Aid off. Really? So, do Slow roll. Slow roll. Come on. What's Come the, on, what's at it. stake if you rip? You take the scab off or oh, something? Take, take the whole skin off. Your whole <laughs> My God. layer of... The stakes are high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Epidermis? Is that... Uh, is that the, yeah. Now, if you hadn't said it like that, I would have... <laughs> Epidermis? Epi- epidural? No, that's what goes in your back. No, that yeah, that goes in your back. Speaking of back, um, I the and so everyone's mad at Eric, Mayor Eric Adams. Not everyone; some people are for like having a little bit of inconsistency in his COVID policy. And I agree, there's inconsistency that the fact that Kyrie Irving can sit in Barclays as a fan but can't play in the game. Yeah, we all understand that is stupid, and I'm not saying the mayor is stupid. Of course not. What I'm saying is is that public policy is like. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's well, this, the sense is that they're still trying to get you. Remember, guys, always remember they're trying yes. to make you get vaccinated. So what they're they're what they're rolling back here is more sort of civil liberties for people who are just publicly going to access open spaces. But if you are an employee, they still want they they want to still be able to enforce some kind of they, they want to create an incentive for you to get vaccinated. So. Being an employee of a place that has public foot traffic is one way that they can do that. So that's the logic. It's not because it's like the most scientifically rigorous blah, blah, blah. It's because they're trying to still get you to get vaccinated. So anyways, continue. A hundred percent. And you, you, you've you talked about this a lot. You've been at the forefront of like, hey, we should maybe look at what Kyrie Irving is doing. Like as in like he's maybe the source of the problem. Where was he last night? We, we could have won that game with one more Kyrie Irving. That could That's one Kyrie Irving away from a win last night. What is he doing? Where is he? Is he? I haven't seen him play any flag football lately. He's not even playing flag football anymore. <laughs> At least Kyrie Irving's ready to play basketball. Unlike your boy, Ben Simmons, who can't even... He can sit on a bench but can't play basketball, Brian. <laughs> Are we doing a manufactured tension? Is this Simmons? <laughs> what Manufacture tension. The problem is when I sing over it, it ducks it out. So I have to, I just have to go all in. I have to go all in. Yeah. Um, let's do this quick break. Coming back, I just had. There's a couple of things I have to say about show sure, marks. Sure. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
And we're back, Brian. Good to be back. Here is Sean Marks' biggest problem. Strong evaluator talent. Seems to be a good communicator. Okay. A deft mind. Mm. His problem, everyone, he believes what anyone tells him. Here's some evidence. <laughs> That's a hilarious way of putting that. He is a <laughs> schnook. He is a, you can rob him blind. A Mark. A Sean Mark. Oh, yeah. it's in his family. There it's, it is. It's a tradition it's, within his family. <laughs> that's why they named the, the, the Mark family that. They're like, you should change. They probably had a totally different last name. They're like, you should change your name to Mark because you're so. <laughs> and because they are Marks, yeah. they, they are like, it. yeah. yeah. Hey, it's a good idea. Well, my good family idea, is named after a tiny sardine-like fish, a smelts. Because mm, that's so. Because <laughs> we're bottom feeders. Oh, I, see. I guess. Jeez. So Jeez. No, 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 no. I don't know. Actually, the, the smelts. They're very elegant fish. Thank you. Sorry. Um, Sean Marks. He believed that Kyrie Irving was going to get vaccinated. Kyrie Irving told him he was going to get vaccinated. Kyrie is not vaccinated. He believed that James Harden would sign an extension with the team before the season, like Kevin Durant did. He also believed that Kyrie Irving would do so. The Nets pulled it from Kyrie Irving, but James Harden was like, nah, I want to be here. I want to be, oh, I want to be here long term. Where is he now? He's in Philadelphia. He believed, I do believe this, and whatever the Nets are going to say, I think they are being incorrect. I think he believed the intel he was getting from Clutch was that Ben Simmons was going to be ready to go by the time he got to Brooklyn. Yeah, a little ramp, a small ramp up, let him get acclimated to the new team, let him get comfy in that new jersey, but he's going to play. Ben Simmons is weeks away from playing basketball. The reason? Unclear. The back injury, there's been varying degrees of, oh, it's a little, it's a setback. Oh, it's not quite a setback. Oh, I don't know. It's something that's been going on since October, but it's not really, it's not anything new, but it's also not anything scary. Everyone calm down. So if it's not the back, if the back is not that big of a deal and he can't play five on five, it's either, and I don't mean this to be disrespectful, it's either a mental health thing. And if it is, I respect that. And I wish the Nets would have said that if it is, or it's a he's not in shape thing. And I don't know, Ben Simmons seems pretty in shape. And like, if he's not in shape, then there should be a clear ramp up, right? Like there's a very easy, like, okay, Ben Simmons gets winded after running down the court once. This is what we're going to do. We're going to give him the training camp plan. They could come out and say, well, Ben didn't really have a training camp. So we're going to treat this next month like a training camp for him, get him prepped and ready to go. And then he'll play basketball. Instead, we're getting no information. We're getting obfuscation, and we're waiting. I'm going to help you out. Obfuscation. Just it's few. <laughs> no, get few okay. and far between. <laughs> nice. Um, and and we're getting uh, it's a shrouded mystery, and okay. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, <clears throat> and it's harmful to the. And I say this. It's harmful I to see. the team. Sean Marks is a mark. <laughs> he believes what people tell him. Can I push back on this? No. <laughs> Absolutely. Can push. I, yeah, please. Um, <clears throat> do you think it's possible that things can start out being true and then that thing can change over time? And then when you go back and look at it, it seems less true because it changed over time. Yes. Tell me how that is in this case, Brian. <laughs> so I think in the case of 
again, I don't want to be, people are like getting nasty in the comments or whatever on YouTube. So I don't want to be like Mr. You know, James Harden defender guy. You know, I guess I'm de facto that just because I, I can't help but watch the nets and remind myself that Kyrie is voluntarily sitting every time he's not playing. And it drives me, it drives me batty, Mike. It makes me crazy. We're doing something that hundreds of millions of people have done, yeah. and everyone's like, "Hey, this is pretty great." So I, this thing that we did was great. You know, don't you know? Don't drag me in the comments, or whatever. When I say like, "Look, I I kind of see what Harden is saying." It's frustrating for me as a fan, let alone a dude whose whole career is tied to this this guy's decision making capacity, which is flawed, heavily flawed. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, so things start out being true, and then they. And then they slowly become less true over time. I think it's possible that James Harden did want to sign. And then there was riffraff of the type we just talked about to the point where it slowly began to be less and less true as frustration mounted and he saw the writing on the wall, which is he's been more correct about these mandates than a lot of people. If we're saying he's like got something to bet, you know, he's got real money on the table. I mean, like, <laughs> I actually don't think these mandates are going to get lifted in time for the playoffs. He's been right about that. That seems to be the more likely scenario. I love the idea of James Harden being this really savvy political eye (laughs) who's like, you know what? I see it happening in every city, but not in New York. I'll tell you why. This is a union town. stack of papers this high. He's calling like the S-E-B-J-U, whatever the – that union is yeah. S-E-I-O-U. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I don't know. My union bosses, Hoffa, are telling me it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, Jimmy. Know, have you ever seen Capote where he's like first like stumbles the movie Capote with Phillips yeah. and Robin? It hasn't been a while. but And he's, it's, yeah. it's just a good moment where he stumbles on the article can you do for the, the first voice? time. I don't think I can. And he just he's cutting out with I'm a very to. beautiful pair of scissors, like cutting out the article. That's yeah. I'm coming to James. <laughs> Just slowly, delicately clipping out. And he just newspaper. like gently places <laughs> yeah. it on like a little board, on a scrapbook. Yeah, and he's like, and he looks at it all at like Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He's just like, hmm. he's like, I don't. No, I don't think Kyrie's gonna be. Allowed I don't to think play. so. I don't think the timing. I will, in fact, <laughs> and he picks up a rotary phone and calls <laughs> Daryl Morey. Hey, hey, D, my bud. Uh, Do a Capote get voice. Me. Do the get me. D, my bud. <laughs> it's like that's, that feels more it's like very, it's yeah. very uh, I don't know yeah, I, can't. I haven't watched Capote in a while but great performance yeah. great. you went deeper on that then yeah that was more Jiminy yeah. Glick then <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. take that yeah I'll take Jiminy Glick um, this it's just it's exhausting and it's it's insane and this team is not going to win a championship this year like if they won a championship it'd be about the greatest championship run in the history of basketball at this point, that if this team that currently, like Kevin Durant may be cleared to play for the Thursday night game, we don't know. But currently, one of the best players is out in Kevin Durant. The other one, Ben Simmons, is a complete mystery who's never played a minute for the team. The other one has voluntarily decided to only play half the games and to compromise his own health by not getting a vaccine. Another one, a very key part of the team that was part of the culture change about the team, Joe Harris, is a continual pushing back of like, eh, he may get second surgery. We don't know. Like, what the hell is going mm. on with mm. this team? Meanwhile, we have James Johnson needing to step up. Dude, yamming on people. I watched that game. Dunking on fools. That was amazing. I that think Matt, amazing. Matt Brooks talked, talked about this where it's like two plays – 
James Johnson is like yeah. you can't, like like a freak of nature out there. The other two plays, he's the worst player of the NBA. Yeah, and it's, he's a complete buffoon. Not a buffoon. Sean Marks is a mark, Brian. Yeah, Come on. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. I like Do, it. Let me ask you this. Ben Simmons now. Do you think that Clutch, Ben Simmons, whoever it was, told Sean that Ben would be ready to play sooner? Because I think every indication that they the Nets put out was that Ben Simmons is going to play sooner. Now it's going to be April, potentially April. I don't know. This because one's really tough for me to speculate on just because of the specter of mental health that floats around the whole thing and colors it. And so that but the Nets aren't going with mental health. That's the thing. They're, they're not even yeah. they're going with a back issue. I know, but I think it's a That's really hard. It's a really tough spot to be. Oh God, it's such a tough spot to be in. Because I think like to analyze, uh, well, right? <laughs> to, to analyze, but also to like, you know, if I was in their position and like, I'm at like, like, you know, heaven forbid this, this is the scenario where like Ben Simmons is like, yo guys, I'm actually not like super ready to play these games. Like I'm feeling not great. And they're like, okay, like good, good information. Like we're here to help is what they, is what they're expected to do to go back out to the media and be like, Hey guys, Ben Simmons has, this is, this is what it's not, you know, I don't want to be in the position where I'm even hypothetically speculating on this. It's not a good, not a good look for me, Mike, but like, imagine they're in that position. (laughs) Like, I don't know you don't, maybe you sort of put your thumb on the scale of this is a back injury more than like, he's just not feeling ready, you know, to play these games for other reasons. I don't know. I don't, I've never been in that position where, but but here's my thing. Ben Simmons, whether you believe him or not, I mean, I I guess this would shade. what, What do you think of him? He attributed mental health for his absence from basketball. He publicly, that was publicly stated through, I guess his agent and was supported. And he's seen, Allegedly, you see mental health professionals about it. He comes to Brooklyn. The, the, there's still a, he talks openly in that press conferences about mental health. It wouldn't be extraordinary if the Nets and Simmons and his team at Clutch were like, no, Ben is still like mental health doesn't just disappear because of a transaction. It is still here. It's going to be a longer road for Ben to return than maybe some people think. We're going to be honest with this situation, but we want to give Ben his space. Let's do that. Let's please give him his space as he works his way back onto the court and play the games that he loved. They haven't done that. They've they've they had the press conference to essentially declaring that he was going to play definitely in that Philly game March 10th. You know, he's asked about it, but that's not the whole press conference, but they they act like he's going to play soon and how excited they are to see him on the basketball court. Then there's some silence. Then we're all kind of like, wait, where's Ben Simmons? When is he going to play? Then there's reports of a back issue that's not a setback that's been determined as like a long thing, running thing, but not a real thing. And now we're left to be like, he hasn't done five on five and it's weeks away from playing basketball. I think Sean Marks, Steve Nash, Joe Sy, I don't think that this, I can't imagine that this back issue is so traumatic that it, and has prevented Ben from playing, unless if he's had a real back issue the whole time and clutch and, w- and, congr- and with Daryl Morey was just like, we're just not going to tell anyone really how bad it is because we both want Ben Simmons out of Philly, right? Like I think on some level, like if that's the Nets got- That's a really shitty way to start a relationship <laughs> with the Nets. If yeah, that's but that's how, bad for- they, yeah. that's how bad they wanted- 
Guess what? We, we lied about how severe this injury is authentically, and like, sorry, you're stuck with the bill. Like, this is. So... But I guess they get medicals, and they, they like you would think on any medical test. Like, obviously, if you remember the Kyrie Irving trade to Boston, Isaiah Thomas's hip at, through the medicals during the trade was discovered to have be much more severe, and they only got like an extra second round pick out of that, which was stupid. Like, they should have like really gotten so much more out of Boston, but. I don't know. It's just a very weird situation. The Nets don't help themselves by being so quiet and just like a continually moving timeline. It's not even like they say he's going to be back March 3rd. They're like, eh, have they even put out an official like, remember, like the no. whole, the, the, the way that we even found out about this in the first place was Iron Eagle on TNT. Yeah. And then to the point where Steve Nash had to address it in a presser and he was like, like, eh, like it's not that big of a deal to find out from Windhorse that they're planning to keep him for a month potentially. It's, it is, it is, um, that flow of information could be improved upon, Mike, to say the least. You're right about that. That could be improved on. This sucks. <laughs> welcome. Thanks, Bri. Welcome back to the darkness, Mike. We're here. Our old friend. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Don't get copyright strike, Mike, because that yeah, was, that did, was dead did. on. All right. That was, yeah. that was like Paul himself. It's a Paul, Paul Simon thing. Paul Simon. Simon and Garfunkels. Um all right, well That's good. Hey, the Nets the Nets have a good game coming up. Uh and Katie could be back. Who knows? I mean, do we hey, do we, we want to read into Yeah, go ahead. Let's do Ray of Sunshine. Ray of Sunshine, quick. please. Katie may be back and Kyrie may be playing at home. No. I don't know. Did you watch the State of the Union? I caught some of it, yeah. A he, heavy emphasis from your president, <laughs> my guy, my guy, Joseph Robinette Biden, your guy. I got to tell you, he was his diction was on point. He was like rap god. OK, it was like Eminem. All right. He was just you may have missed some moments <laughs> that I saw. It was unbelievable how fast he was. Talking. I mean, the guy has his stutter and he's 78 years old. I, like, people, the fact that like people that's who all make people, fun of him about the way he pretty, talks is like, pretty, don't you have older people in your life? I know he's yeah. president, but like, let's just be a little, a little nice about it. Yeah. Anyways, um. He was he a big emphasis of the the speech was that we are moving COVID into the category of other viruses that we deal with on a yearly basis. COVID is no longer going to dominate our lives. We're going to do everything we can to get people vaccinated, and we're going to do treatment, and we're going to do all these things oh, yeah. to make COVID as diminished as possible. But COVID is now part of the class, yeah. like the flu, the flu, sorry. and and the president, who's a Democrat, declaring that on the State of the Union has a huge ripple effect going down. And it would seem and and already Eric Adams's office has hinted that like the private employee mandate, like things may change with that even at some point. You know, it uh, Kyrie Irving's gonna play home games, you know, in twenty twenty four. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. That'll be good. That was the ray of sunshine? That was the entire ray. Dear God. Dear God. Anyways, <laughs> plots look Say something to. nice about this team. Say something nice about this team. Hey, Kevin Durant on Thursday night. It's okay. that's can't miss basketball action. Potentially. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not though. But hopefully He'll probably get Nancy Kerrigan on his way to the arena or something and then this is bleak. This is bleak. Um <clears throat> it's not so bad, guys. And we're gonna be here together, you know, as always. Um, as Nets as a Nets family, you know, Nets fan family to, to get through it all. Mike, get us out of here. Get us the get us right out of here. 
The Nets have a really bad media strategy. Can I just can I just keep declaring that? <laughs> I know they don't like this podcast. They, they've never helped they've us. They've never liked One, us. So we have nothing never, to <laughs> just this is for just the fans that are here at this point. Yeah. Brian and I have been doing this podcast since the Garnett and Pierce trade. We've yeah. been doing podcasts since podcasts existed, yeah. essentially. Since the genesis About of the, the media. Yeah. If people remember how bad the Nets were for many of those years yeah. and how desperate they were to get any attention at all, and Brian were like, hey, we're here. Yeah. And they never they never even looked us in the eye. I would say they blackballed us from the from the jump. But Morris not even looked at us in the eye, purposefully <laughs> ignored us. You know. Once people leave the Nets, we like when Brooke Lopez got to Milwaukee, we got Brooke. We got Billy King after he was fired. We've talked to Irina Pavlova after she was gone from the, We've talked to many people post Nets time. And any player we got who was a net, who you all listened to, like Jeff Green and Bruce Brown, they didn't come here because the Nets helped us. There it is. There so it is. Scorched, bad media strategy. Scorched earth. There it is. So all this comes to. Get, where's my drop about scorched earth? It sounds like something like. <laughs> Do these. Whoa. That is. That sounds like a call of the Cthulhu. It could be. That could be the end of the world. I could say Cthulhu thing. Like right, love, right. love crafting. All right, Mike, we're, you can find us on Twitter at BK Glue Guys. In the Twitter, <clears throat> you will find a, leak, a link to our Discord. That's a chat app. I'm on there all day, firing even hotter takes over there. Uh, from there, you'll see the dirty stream where we go on Twitch and we hang out. That's for that's the last, that's the bottom part of the funnel. You know, we've got all kinds of fun things going on. Theathletic.com slash glue guys is where you can get behind that paywall. Netsdaily.com is where you go for all of your Nets coverage on a daily basis. Mike, we're going to Michigan. We're going to Delaware. We're going to West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>